Say, Brad Rabbit, how about I take you to my laughing place? <laughs> Except I don't expect you be doing much laughing. <laughs> Where are you taking me, Brad Fox? Let me go! Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Casey. And I'm Matt. And I'm so excited to have you here today. We're going to go ahead and crack open our great beer today. That sounds great. Matt, you got one in hand. I got Absolutely. one in hand. This quarantine <laughs> means I, I'm not going anywhere. Yep. I have a feeling that's how a lot of people are. <clears throat> a lot of people are kind of enjoying this. Uh, I don't say enjoying it, but are kind of spending their days with the quarantine. So, so um, today we are going to do the second uh, of our convince me episode. So Matt, you did such a great job last time explaining what a convince me episode is. Do you, can you tell the listeners what this is again one more time? Absolutely. So this is where either Casey or I take a hot Disney take. Mm -hmm. And so this is not a take as I used this example last time. Mickey Mouse is the best character in Disney. Like that's not a hot take. That's yeah. Mickey Mouse is a great character. But um, last time's episode was The Incredibles is a top three Pixar movie. If you have not listened to that episode, highly recommend going back to watch it. That to me is a take that probably not everybody agrees with. And so that's the idea then of this episode is that the other person is trying to convince the other person of this hot take. And I have to admit, last time I was the one trying to do the convincing. And so I had all these (laughs) notes and everything like Uh this. This is different being on the other side as I'm, you know, preparing for this episode. This is an episode that being on this side of it, I can prepare absolutely nothing because I have (laughs) no idea what you're about to tell me. And we purposely left it that way. So when we were originally envisioning these episodes, we were going to share notes and talk about kind of the structure. I said, no, that takes some of the the spontaneity out of it. So this is this is good. And um, so I am I'm ready to do mine uh, for you. Um, Hit me with are, it. Are you ready? All right. So here we go. So here's what I'll say. First and foremost, those people who know me know exactly where I'm going because this is where my forte is at. I am going to the Disney parks. And I am going to try to convince Matt today. Now, again, he may agree with me already. I don't know, but I'm going to lay out my rationale on this. I am going to try to convince Matt that Splash Mountain at Magic Kingdom is the number one ride at Magic Kingdom and a top three in all of Walt Disney World. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, 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 I will reveal that. my feelings later. Go ahead. I'm, <laughs> I'm interested in this argument. All right. So I have I have a six pointed argument here. I've got <laughs> six different points. So I'm going to start with the one that I think is the most obvious, and it's length of the ride. Okay. So according to the website tour, touring plans, I looked up rides of the various parks or the various rides all around Magic Kingdom Park that you might deem must rideable. And so in, in, in the way they count this, as far as I can tell, is from the moment you enter the queue, get your way through the queue, get onto the ride and the moment that you exit the ride. OK, so when you think about rides at Magic Kingdom, you think about, first of all, the three mountains, Space Mountain being one of them. Space Mountain from start to finish with absolutely no waiting in line is a 10 minute ride from start to finish. From the moment you walk into the attraction to the moment you walk out, it's 10 minutes. Seven Dwarves Mine Train, which is arguably one of the most popular rides in terms of how many people ride it, 
is only three minutes from the moment you walk in to the moment you get off. It's Haunted, that short. It is that short. It's only a 90 second ride when you're actually <sighs> on the ride. I know. Right. Um, Haunted mansion from the moment you get in to the moment you get off is 10 minutes long. Pirates of the Caribbean, seven and a half minutes, big thunder mountain, seven minutes. Right. So I hit the big ones. I hit the big ones. I mean, there's other ones like Carousel of Progress and, you know, other things that you can do. But those are your big, big guns, right? You know how long Splash Mountain is from start to finish? 18 minutes long. 18 minutes. Wow. 18 minutes from the moment you, you get into the queue to the moment you're out. And the ride itself, just the ride. So if you just count from the moment you get into the log to the moment you get off the log is 10 minutes long. So from a bang for your buck perspective what you are getting from a length perspective it is the one of the longest rides on property in terms of what you are getting while you're on the ride so that's my first argument and any thoughts on that i am in absolutely agreement with the length of the ride the that is one of my big things since you referenced seven doors mind train that's one of my big things with seven doors mind train is you get off of it and go that's it. Mm-hmm. I I I don't think anyone has gotten off Splash Mountain and gone. That's, that's it? it. Not at all. <laughs> all right. So that then takes me to my second point: the theming of the ride. You get three, probably even four, distinct themed areas that really push the story forward. What makes a good ride? is storyline. I mean, Walt drilled that in the heads of his animators and when he was building Disneyland. And now granted, Walt had nothing to do with building Splash Mountain. This was built during the Eisner era, early 90s, right? But you get three distinct areas on the inside of the mountain and really one area at the kind of at the top. When you first kind of get up, you kind of do that wrap around a little bit. And you kind of get to see the, the the little houses on top of the mountain. You get one of the best views of Cinderella Castle, you know, all those things. But you really get three distinct areas Areas, right where you're really understanding what's going on you got Br'er Rabbit he's kind of not content with what the way he's living he wants to get out and see the world and of course you got Br'er Bear and Br'er Fox who wanted to capture Br'er Rabbit you see all these amazing animal characters some of them left over from America Sings which if you know the history behind uh, Splash Mountain you'll know that they repurposed a lot of these different characters I mean even the final or the second not really second one it's not the final one it's the second one when you're going through and they're talking about a laughing place and you kind of get up and you're right underneath the vultures and you hear the vultures go oh you want to find your laughing place hey we'll show you a laughing place ha 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 everybody's got a laughing place maybe this one is yours and when you see that old rare rabbit, he sure ain't laughing no more. If you finally found your laughing place, how come you aren't laughing? And that's right before you do the drop. So mm-hmm. any other ride, that would be it. Any other ride, you drop, you get yourself back in, the, you get yourself at the exit station, you're done. But there's a whole nother scene at the bottom of that ride, zippity doo da, zippity day. You see the. Oh, 
boat rocking back, rocking back and forth and, you know, rare rabbits going, you know, I'm happy with, you know, what my life is. I'm happy where I'm at. I don't want to forget who I am. You know, so from a theming perspective, that's my second argument. I think that it has an amazing theme story, which gives it and propels it into one of those, those rides that just, you want to ride because you can relate to the story. Okay. I, I have to say the the boat at the end is a great set piece. Yeah. So, okay. So that's second point. Third point, water. There are only two rides, as far as I can tell, unless I'm missing one, two rides at all four of the parks. You know, don't count the water parks because that's what they do. Two rides at all four <laughs> of the parks that have water, that, that have water where you get wet. Cali River Rapids, which seems like every time I go is down uh, for whatever reason. They're under refurbishment and almost refurbishment all the time. And then Splash Mountain. It is a water ride. And if you go to Florida, I mean, any point between basically May to October, it is hot. And, and especially those three summer months, June, July, August, it is scorching hot and you can't help but to enjoy the refreshing water that comes out of um you know that that comes from that ride and here's what i really like about it too a lot of people say well you know i don't want to get wet with that dirty water that's not dirty water if anything disney's actually pretty good about making sure their water gets filtered through that it's not like going to your local uh, amusement park like a Cedar Point or a Kings Island or something. I don't know if Kings Island's still around, but you know, or you know, a, a, a Six Flags to where the water that gets used has that stinky, stinky smell to it. Disney water, at least on Splash Mountain, doesn't have that stinky, stinky smell. And when you dry, you don't smell like it after the fact. And so, let me clarify: this is like you are getting wet by the water because obviously we know like yes. Jungle Cruise and It's a Small yeah. World, they have water. But you're not going on It's a Small World and coming off. Yeah, I'm totally soaked from It's a Small World. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get a little wet from like pirates from the from the from the scenes that shoot the 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 cannons and stuff. You know, and the other thing that I'll say too, if you know where to sit on Splash Mountain, you can negate how wet you get. Right? If you sit in the front, you're going to get soaked. If you sit in the back, you're going to get wet from that waterfall that kind of comes at the end. But if you know exactly where to sit, like if you sit on the left-hand side, not the right, you're not going to get as wet from that waterfall. So there's there's certain ways that if you don't want to get too wet, but you just want to get refreshed, you're able to do it. And in, in the Florida heat, I've gotten soaked on that ride, and within an hour, I'm dry. I was just going to say, with the Florida heat, you are you are pretty much dry within within minutes. So that's point number three. So we've talked about the length. We've talked about the theming. We've talked about the water. Point number four, it's a family-friendly ride. I looked up the height restrictions. It's only 40 inches. And 40 inches gets you on other rides like Test Track, Dinosaur, Rise of the Resistance, right? So 40 inches is three feet, four inches tall. So most members of the family who are... I'd say seven or greater, even if you have a little kid who grows faster than that, are going to be able to ride this ride. Now, again, there's a big drop, so not everybody's ready to do that just yet, but it is a family-friendly ride if you want to introduce your kids to the idea of a thrill ride uh, without being too crazy like, let's say, a rock and roller coaster or something, right? Yeah, it's a good it's a good first, first thrill ride for a mm-hmm. kid. Yep. My my uh, fifth point is 
the songs, right? So the songs that are used kind of goes with the theming, but the songs themselves are Disney staples. In fact, the one at the end, Zippity Doodah, is so well known that they use it in uh, the the entrance to the Magic Kingdom. You hear it in the background. It's a song that I, I don't know about you, but there are just some days I'll be walking down or I'll be at work and I just start humming Zippity Doodah, Zippity Doodah, like, and it's it's so prevalent. Yet it's used in that movie so well, right? So the songs in that in that ride make that ride stand out as well. Yeah, absolutely, and and it it won the Academy Award for best original song. So it, it, right, rightfully so. Yep. And then here's my final point: it is a ride that's not necessarily based on a well-known intellectual property. Right. So unlike other popular rides across the property, you know, if you take Rise of the Resistance, you take even Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, technically, you know, you take, you know, the what, what is what is going to be coming, the, the Moana attraction coming to Epcot at some point, the Ratatouille attraction, the Frozen attraction at Epcot. Right. Uh, you know, Disney, Slinky Dog Dash, a lot of the attractions that a lot of people like are based on well-known ip this is one of those attractions that is not based on well-known ip in fact i would argue that there are several generations generation baby boomer generation generation x millennials and even generation z who only know the intellectual property of Slash Mountain because of Slash Mountain. And when they come to realize that it was based on a movie called Song of the South, they go, I had no idea about that. Now, Song of the South has its own problems. It's a very racist movie. We, we can, I'm not going to get into that. That is not this episode. You know, a lot of people have argued that the Disney should release the movie, put it on Disney Plus with a disclaimer up front that says, look, this is a product of its time. You know, very similar to what Warner Brothers did with, you know, the Speedy Gonzalez cartoons many years ago. You know, they they, they literally put them away and put them in a vault for a while, but they eventually released them with a with the disclaimer from the president of Warner Brothers saying this is a product of its time take it for what it is I think Disney could do something like that with this because it was a movie that was successful but the actual ride itself is based on an IP that not everyone I mean I know when I first wrote it I had no idea it wasn't until later on someone said you know that's based on a racist movie I was like you're kidding me and I looked it up I couldn't believe it but what Disney's done is they took the best of that and they made it into this attraction and I almost think that that's why they would be hesitant to release the movie because the ride has such a positive outlook that I think you'd rather have that be what Song of the South is associated with rather I than the movie. Like that. I, I could see that. And that might be the reason why they haven't released it in all this time, right? So it is for those six reasons that I believe that Splash Mountain is the number one ride at Magic Kingdom. It takes out all of the other rides. Don't get me wrong. There are other rides that are great to ride. I mean, I'm a, I'm a must-ride Haunted Mansion person. I'm a must-ride Pirates of the Caribbean, right? But Splash Mountain, if I cannot ride Splash Mountain when it's operating, like we just went in February, it wasn't operating. It was a disappointment. If it's operating and I can't get on it when I go to Magic Kingdom, to me, it is not a complete day at Magic Kingdom until I've been able to ride that ride for all the reasons that I listed. In fact, one of my good friends, I say good friends, I've, I, strangely enough, I've only ever met her once, but we met through another podcast. Uh, her name's Hope. 
when I went down a couple of years ago on my own by myself, we had agreed to meet up and just, you know, meet for the first time. And we had only been corresponding via Facebook. And we met at Splash Mountain because we have a mutual love for Splash Mountain. And I told her I was going to be doing an episode coming up on Splash Mountain. And I will tell you, there, uh, there is a huge love for this ride among the Disney fan base. So have I convinced you? Oh, one more thing. The other two rides. So I said top three in all of Walt Disney World. There are two rides that, in my opinion, top Splash Mountain that um, in all of Walt Disney World, not Magic Kingdom, but all of Walt Disney World. Number one, by far, best ride on property is Avatar Flight of Passage, and no one's going to convince me otherwise. Uh, and if you think about all the points that I laid out for you, other than water, it still applies. Okay. Other than water, it still applies. Because even though it's based on an IP, I would argue that there are a lot of people who have not seen Avatar or don't remember Avatar. It's not based on a well-known Avatar. They go back and look Avatar up after they ride the ride. And then number two, and then number two, the other one that I would put up there would be Tower of Terror at Hollywood Studios. Again, very similar reasons um, that I gave you other than the fact that there's not water there and there's not really songs that you can sing, but the theming I think is over the top for Tower of Terror uh, at Hollywood Studios. So it's a unique ride. So that is my argument that Splash Mountain, number one ride at Magic Kingdom, top three at Walt Disney World. How'd I do? Okay. So first I have to share a personal story. Um, When I went to Disney World first when I was five, but I was just scared of everything. And so we didn't go on much with me. I talked about that in our first episode, but Uh the second time we went, I was like 11 or 12 and my mom and dad said, all right, you know, I had more, obviously I was more, I was older. I was more mature. What do you want to do? And I told my, my parents, I was like, I want to go on Splash Mountain. So it was explained to me, we're going to have to wait. Um, this was before kind of fast passes were really a, a big thing. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a long line. Do you still want to do it? And I said, yes. So me and my dad waited in a line. And I don't remember exact how long it was, but I remember it was a good amount of time, but not anything, anything terrible. And we went on that ride and it was awesome. So with that said, this, uh, you probably have uh, maybe deduced this with my responses to Casey's points, but I am 100% in agreement with Casey on this. Woo-hoo! And I'm going to now bolster his argument. Oh, boy. Uh, because okay, there's a couple it. things that I think you, one big thing that I think you missed. Um, All right. Um, I mean, I totally agree. The length of the ride, bang for your buck, you wait in a long line and you get off of a 90 second ride and you go, well, why did I wait in a two hour line? That wasn't enjoyable. Whereas you get on this long, long ride. It's so good. And then all the animals. To that point, Matt, real quick, before you continue, I remember the first time that I rode the darn thing with Nate when we went in 2010, that very first ride. This was one of the very first ones we rode at Magic Kingdom, I think. And I remember getting off of that. Well, I remember before we even got off on it, I every time I was like, there's more? There's more? <laughs> there's more? Like, I could not believe that that ride went on that long. And, and I got off going, that's one of the best rides at Disney World. So... The animatronics, I mean, all those set pieces are just wonderful. Um, I, I have to give give credit. So um, this this ride was uh, worked on by Tony Baxter. And for those of you that are Disney fans, like you, you have probably heard the name Tony Baxter. So, I mean, this is the guy that worked on 
Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, the original yep. Journey to Imagination with Figment, Splash Mountain, Indiana Jones Adventure, Star Tours. Like th- this guy is a power legend for a reason. He's a Disney legend exactly. for a reason. Yep. Um, so it's it's not surprising this ride is good. But the big thing that I think you missed was you you walk up to Splash Mountain and what do you do? You see the big final drop. I've stood mm-hmm. there probably for 20 to 30 minutes at a time just watching. You know, I'm killing time, waiting for a fast pass or something like that, or just taking a break because sometimes the Florida heat is oppressive. And you just watch people scream and all this other stuff. It's super fun. Mm-hmm. But what you within the ride, there's another big drop. So you get halfway through the ride, and there's a huge drop. And yeah. the first time I rode it, I remember thinking, whoa was that the big drop no that can't have been it it's outside yep that's a good point Uh, you're right it's like halfway through because it takes you into that that second scene because it it sets you up thinking that that's it because you go up that big hill to start then you kind of circle around and then you kind of come into the first scene and then you drop into the second scene but it's only about i'd say maybe a third of what the final drop is maybe i don't know yeah, absolutely. And so, but it's still a big drop. So it's now not just you're getting, you know, again, so many rides that are drop rides, you meander through the story, and then you get the big drop. And then that's your kind of big thrill moment. Whereas with this, you get taken up, and then you do one big drop, and you're like, oh my gosh, you're like, your adrenaline's pumping. This is so, so much fun. Wow. And then you're in the showpiece, all this other stuff. And then, like you said, you come down the big drop, and most rides, like you said, would end. Yep. Nope. nope. You come around the bend, and you've got, to be honest with you, what you could argue would be the grand finale in this beautiful showpiece with all these animatronics and all this other stuff. It's so, so great. And I've been on logs where people are singing along and clapping and it's Mm -hmm. such a great vibe. So Mm -hmm. if, if, if someone's going to do to try to not convince you of this, it's going to have to be one of our listeners because I am 100% (laughs) in agreement with you on this. But you know, it's funny, Matt, and, 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 and honestly to the listeners here, Matt and I have not really talked about Splash Mountain in depth before. So this was not, I had no idea how Matt was going to respond. We've talked about Disney World. We've talked about some of our favorite attractions. And I knew Splash Mountain was one of his favorites, but I didn't, I again did not know, you know, if he was going to say it's number one at, at, at the park. To me, at Magic Kingdom, a day at Magic Kingdom is not complete unless you've been on that ride. That ride is, in my opinion, the the absolute well you already heard the, the absolute best ride at magic kingdom top three in in all of walt disney world and and i think the fact that it's you know it was built in 90 i think 91 or maybe 89 somewhere Can you look 89 that up? yeah you're right 89. 89 so 89 so that ride has been around now for 31 years and it looks just as fresh just as new they do a great job refurbing it every year and it's just as much fun ride number 100 as it is ride number one i think the only thing you miss in ride number two and beyond is you don't you're not surprised at the length anymore you just come to enjoy it like you can get on that ride and it is a wow this just feels great this just the air conditioning on the inside is great outside of the florida sun too i mean i Mm -hmm. i I know that that, i think maybe that's just all your emotions all your sensories senses are or going at full blast. I'll also tell you too that when you get off of it, you can't wait to go to look at your photo, right? That that to me, it's like a rite of passage to go look 
at your photo on Splash Mountain and see what you were doing. Like when you get really good with the photos, you can time them. I've seen people dab before. I've seen people like families all together do different things or hold something up before. Like that's like a rite of passage for a lot of people, you know? And I think Splash Mountain is kind of like your pop culture you get your picture on Splash Mountain. Like if you're going to Disney, yeah. like a, a non-Disney person that's going there, getting your picture on Splash Mountain is kind of the like the stereotypical thing you do at Disney. Mm-hmm. For me, it's it's Splash Mountain and um, Big Thunder is the other one that if mm-hmm. I don't do Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, it, it's it's like, ooh, did I really do Magic Kingdom today? Did you really do Disney today? Yeah. Well, you know, and when you think mm-hmm. about, I don't know about you, but do you remember um, TGIF on ABC? The, the Friday uh, yeah, absolutely. So Full House, Family Matters, Step by Step, Boy Meets World, right? So there was a period, this was again back during the Eisner era, era, era when he was all about corporate synergy, right? And he had done an episode with Full House, Family Matters. I think Roseanne even went to Disney World at one point. If you go back and you look at any of those episodes, and a lot of them are on Hulu, some of them are on Netflix, some might even be on Disney Plus now. If you go back and look at those episodes where they go to Disney World, Splash Mountain is always featured. Splash Mountain is always one yeah, of the they're, rides they're, the characters are on. They're bringing that back. Because um, I know Blackish, the Goldbergs, um, okay. those new shows on ABC, they're, they're starting to shoot Disney World episodes again where like they go to the parks and ride a ride. And now I haven't seen any of those, but mm-hmm. um, I, I bet Splash Mountain is still prevalent and again it's not just the ride but also because it's a mountain even just walking up to it it's a it's a it's a gorgeous set piece yep i will also say as one final thing to this too it's got one of the nicest laid back gift shops in all of magic kingdom if you're looking for kind of kind of place to go and buy a couple souvenirs related to splash mountain play a game of checkers giant checkers sit in a rocking chair even the it's called i think it's rares Br'er rabbit's nook or something like that or splash mountain nook but it's right there at the entrance entrance of splash mountain and it's a little it's small but most of what they have is related to again Br'er rabbit Br'er bear Br'er fox um you might get a little bit of kind of frontier land in there but there's a ton there's like four or five six rocking chairs in there some with checkerboard so you can play checkers with your family you know, and it's just a nice laid back shop that's not as crazy as like the Emporium, let's say, or even the, the gift shop over in Frontierland. It's actually much more laid back. I love that little area back there um, by Splash Mountain. You kind of go further down by, by, by Big Thunder Mountain. There's the dock area right there. It used to be the old smokers area, but it's yeah. just got a bunch of like rocking chairs. People don't take advantage. You can just sit there for, for 15, 20 minutes and relax. And it's nice and cool because it's in the shade. It's cool and it's not, you don't have the crowds either. So it's really, really nice. The, I do have one piece of Splash Mountain merch and it's from um, when Disneyland was celebrating its, I believe, 40th year and McDonald's was running toys. I have, it's Br'er Bear and a Splash Mountain log. And it's one of those like look through things. You can look and Mm. see a picture of the ride. So I'll post a picture of that on our social media pages. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, that uh, brings us to the end of the episode, Matt. It sounds like I didn't have to do a lot of convincing. You were kind of already there, but I think we laid out some really, really laid out good points uh, about why Splash Mountain is, is top three at Walt Disney World. And that'll happen in some of these episodes because, because we don't, um, 
converse with each other. We might have a hot Disney take that the other person absolutely agrees with. And that's the fun of the episode. Exactly. I agree. So um, I'm curious to hear what our listeners have to say. I would love for them to chime in on our Facebook group or tweet at us. So Matt, can you give them all that fun info of how they can get a hold of us? Absolutely. So our email is um, beersandears1928 at gmail.com. If you want to send us a very angry, strongly worded email about how Splash Mountain is not the top three ride, please feel free. Um, or if you want to send us a you know wonderful, uh, loving email about how you agree with us, we'll take those too. Uh, you can I also... Emails. I prefer the loving emails, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram, Beers Ears 1928. That's without the and, Beers Ears 1928. And on your podcast platforms, please rate and review us five stars. The support has been overwhelming. Um, people have reached out to us. We have to, I feel like I need to say it again. Thank you. Thank you to all the people that are listening and following and rating and reviewing. It really helps us out. That wraps us up for the night. Matt, we'll uh, take uh, another drink of our beer here and uh, we'll call it a day. And we will see you the next time that we uh, come at you. We got some new stuff planned uh, coming up on Star Wars and a really fun topic coming up on a new land being added to Disneyland. So looking forward to talking to you soon and have a great day, everybody. See ya.